and welcome to episode 33 of Game of Wines, A Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I'm Olivia. I'm Gabby. And I'm Chris. And today we will be discussing the second part of Eddard Chapter 7 in A Game of Thrones, so make sure you have read that part before listening. So, last episode, the first half of this chapter, um, Ned got some one-on-one time with Robert and got to see the man that he grew up with. Well, I guess the boy that he grew up with. Uh, Either way. Um, And he also sat sat with Sansa to watch the second day of jousting when some crazy-ish went down. Yes. Yeah, Gregor. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Today we actually are going to finish up the tourney. Ned talks to Arya a little bit, and a secret friend gives us some information that Ned had not bargained for. Ho, ho. Dun, dun, dun. Um, The wine that we have today is Bridge Road, and it's a white Zinfandel. And apparently Olivia has some some orders to bark at me. Our 10th wine roll from the new wine rolls book by John Bonet is that, says that these four things will make you a master of pouring wine. So Gabby. Okay. While you pour, don't splash the wine into the glass. Oh God. You're actually going to pour softly, but not timidly. Well, what's the difference between, and you're going to stop pouring mid glass. Don't be so timid. Now. As you, as you are done, crucially give a quick semi-turn with your wrist as you tip the bottle back That's up. with the bottle. You do like a... Like you turn it so it doesn't drip. You ever been to a fancy restaurant and see them do ah. that? Yes. And he also says, it's not a bad idea to keep a towel or napkin in your hand to wipe the lip and keep it from dripping. Too late for that now. Wipe the lip. Try it again. Try the semi-turn. I'm scared. <laughs> and turn. <laughs> and that's why you keep it up in that hand, ladies and gentlemen. That was exciting. No, it's, it's on dripping down the bottle into my hand now, too. There you go. I splashed. Sorry. It's okay. Obviously, I'm never going to be a master wine We pour. need to practice our wine pouring, apparently. It might just be because it's a giant bottle. Yeah, it is a giant bottle. It's You're one right. of the two fur bottles. Yeah. Ready? And turn. <laughs> it's pretty good. Wine's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Let us begin. Okay. <clears throat> so, as Ned walked with Sansa to the archery field, so we finished with the jousting. We're now going to move to archery. They're walking to the archery field. Um, Littlefinger and Lord Renly and some others fell in with them. Tyrell had to know his mare was in heat. I swear the boy planned the whole thing. Gregor has always favored huge, ill-tempered stallions with more spirit than sense, Littlefinger said. And while this seemed to amuse him, Barristan Selmy was not amused. And he said, there is small honor in tricks. Um, so, meaning that we think that um, Tyrell actually... Cheated. Knew, yeah, cheated and knew that his horse was in heat. I don't know if it was cheating. So he planned the whole thing to throw the tourney in his favor. I guess that could, I mean... I would say up that's for, strategy. Up for however, interp- however you want to interpret it. Yeah. I don't necessarily think... I mean, sure, maybe he knew his mare was in heat. What if he didn't know that she was in heat? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think they're saying that she... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that afternoon, a boy named Angui... Angui? Mm -hmm. Angui? Yeah, that's kind of... I don't know how to... I didn't know how to say that word. Angui. Angui. Wow. (laughs) Jinx. 
Okay, so that afternoon, a boy named Anguy, an unheralded commoner from the Dornish Marches, won the archery competition. Ned sent Alan to seek him out and offer him a position with the hands guard, but the boy was flushed with wine and victory and riches undreamed of. And he refused. I mean... So he refused a position with the hand because he was drunk, basically. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, oh, and he had money. He's like, why would I... He said, I don't need a job. I got money. Yeah. <laughs> and wine. And wine. Yep. Okay, so now we're moving on to the melee. So the melee went on for three hours and nearly 40 men took part. They fought with blunted weapons in a chaos of mud and blood. The victor was the red priest, Thoros of Mir, a madman who shaved his head and fought with a flaming sword. He was the one that they made fun of, right? That Sansa, that they all made fun of, the old guy. Yes, when they were coming into the tourney, yes. That was weird. I know. So that night at the feast, Ned was more hopeful than he had been in a long time. Robert was in a good humor, in high good humor. The Lannisters were nowhere to be seen, and even his daughters were behaving. Jory brought Arya down to join them, and Sansa spoke to her pleasantly about how amazing the turning was, and even asked her sister how her dance lessons were. And Arya, reporting happily, said that she was sore all over, and she was proudly showing off her purple bruises on her legs. <laughs> Sansa then commented that she must be a terrible dancer. <laughs> okay. So Sansa thinks that she's actually just dancing. Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a dancing class. Oh, that's a good. Not a water point. dancing yeah. class. Well, dancing. You class. don't think Sansa knew? No. I don't think so because remember, really? even after after John gave her needle, uh-huh. it was keep the secret from Sansa. That's true. And yeah. then still with even when Ned talked to her. That's true. It was like don't. I didn't think about that. She just thinks she's legit. So she's actually thinks she's legit dancing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Sansa. Do you know your sister at all? (laughs) Right. She's not in dance classes. Come on now, girl. (laughs) So later that night, Ned inspected the bruise himself and he goes, I hope Pharrell is not being too hard on you. Then Arya stood on one leg, which she was getting much better at as of lately. And said, Sirio says every, every hurt is a lesson and every lesson makes you better. Ned frowned at this. Um, the man he had come with the man had come with an excellent reputation, and his flamboyant bravosi style was well suited for Arya's slender blade. Yet still, a few days ago, Arya had been wandering around blindfolded because he was teaching her to see with her ears, nose, and skin. Before that, he has her doing spins and backflips. <laughs> so not a lot of like actual sword fighting yeah, that she can see. But maybe it's like a Mr. Miyagi kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Wax on, wax off. (laughs) Paint the fence. Um, Okay, so Ned then asked if Arya wanted to continue her lessons, and she replied yes, and that tomorrow they were going to be catching cats. Okay. So yes, just as Chris did, Ned sighed and thought that maybe it was a mistake that he hired Sirio. He mentioned several other people who could train Arya, possibly Barristan Selmy or even Jory Castle. Um, and he said these were weird, these weird blindfold handstand cat catching tricks were not what Ned had pictured when he hired him to teach Arya how to use a sword. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I mean, I don't think anybody thinks that they're going to be doing that. Right. Yeah. When you're teaching how to... No. Sword fight. But if Ari enjoyed it, then he's going to let her do it, but wants her to be careful. Yeah. Later, Ned took the girls, one bruised and one dreaming, to bed, and he looked out on the courtyard. 
He commented that it was very late and the party was just now winding down. Also, that Littlefinger still had a candle in his room. So Littlefinger's still up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Of course he is. Littlefinger. Ned took up the dagger and began to run back through the entire situation in his head. So he's literally just holding it, trying to... Connect the dots. Yeah, I yeah. mean, as he as he does. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of thinking, this blade was Littlefinger's, which Tyrion won, and then sent to kill Bran. Okay, that's like, obviously the gist of it yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, i think he's trying to just like right now he's trying to put all the events in order yeah to see if he can see something pop out at him yeah yeah um he's just wondering i mean his next thought is why would Tyrion want to kill bran why would anyone want to kill bran because he's just like a seven-year-old kid yeah i mean he's literally a child why is anyone (laughs) why would anyone be worried about him living right yeah why would anyone want him dead um he's then thinking that this has to be linked to john aaron but how and why um why did stannis not return for the tourney okay i i see what he's doing but these all if you don't know the story i feel like these all just sound like random events yeah like brand got pushed out of a yeah. Bran got pushed out of a window. John Aaron died in a weird way. Stannis didn't return for the tourney. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow like all random. of this is but like Stannis, connected. Stannis was with John Aaron asking questions about Gendry. Right. Uh, so yeah. we have all these questions that they're just questions, but it's like, I'm going to ask myself these questions yeah. again. To see if and I like, how is it connected to Bran? Yeah. Right. yeah, exactly. Um, he's wondering what secrets Liza took to the Eerie with her. Um, and, and why then, she fled. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, why did she leave in the first place? Right, what does she have to hide? Um, the squire that was killed by a Lannister bannerman and the bastard of Roberts. So we're talking about Sir Hugh that was just killed, right? The squire, yes. Yeah. And then the and bastard, then the would, bastard be... would be... Um, Gendry. Um, and then, yeah, obviously the bastard is Gendry. Gen, 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 Wow. Try that one again. <laughs> Because you say it differently than me. Gendry? Gendry. I say Gendry. What do you say? Gendry. I say Gendry. Is it Gendry or Gendry? Gendry is what they say in the show. Gendry? Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm saying Gendry? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. I say Gendry, too. It's Gendry in the show. Gendry. Yeah. Are we recording right now? Yes. All right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so obviously he's wondering, like, why, you know, the pieces that he's come to led him to Gendry. So he's like, okay, what does this have to do with anything, too? Um, and then he's also, okay, so why is this bastard important? So why was he important when Robert has so many all over the realm? Right. Obviously, like, he has followed breadcrumbs from John Aaron to Gendry, but there's still, I mean, he even, there's a couple chapters where he literally, like, thinks about all the different bastards that he's, like, Mm -hmm. watched Robert have throughout the years. So and didn't they? We just like listed a bunch of them, didn't we? Yeah, a yes. couple. See, like of them. this one, this one, it lists right here. Okay. So he recalls a highborn bastard of his at Storm's End, which was Robert's first child and a daughter at the okay. Um And then she uh, she was a young bright girl that Ned had seen frequently at the Vale. So. Um, so that's just two he's thinking of, but he knows yeah. that he There's has more, There's more throughout yeah. the realm. There's right. tons. Um. None of these would be cause for an alarm in his eyes. So why is this one? Yeah, right. Um, so Ned's thoughts were interrupted by a knock at the door. Um, and 
I believe it's Jory who says a man is here to see you, but doesn't necessarily give a name. Mm-hmm. Um, and the man was short and stout with mud-crusted boots and a thick, coarse robe. Um, Ned obviously is like, who, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> um, and, he's, and the guy just replies that he's a friend um, and that they must speak alone. Okay. Weird. <laughs> um, so, okay, it wasn't Jory. It was Hardin. Um, so Hardin left and shut the doors, and Ned, Ned instructed the stranger to be, you know, obviously reveal who they like were. Tell me who you yeah. are. And it ends up being Varys. Varys. So <laughs> Lord Sorry. Varys was extremely disguised. Um, Ned commented that he wouldn't have recognized him from even a foot away. So, I mean, just the description that I said, the short, stout, and mud-crusted, and thick, coarse robe, that's not what you think of as Varys, like... Let's say in the Catelyn yeah. chapter, he was described differently. And I also don't think he's short. Right. From what I remember. Also in the book, I just thought it was a funny thing. Ned was like, well, eunuchs usually smell like lavenders and like sweet. Lilacs, but yeah. you smell like straight up sweat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so. Um, he even disguised his smell, which I thought was kind of funny. So, um, obviously he's... Varys was trying not to be recognized. That's why he was disguising himself so well. Um, he And Ned was asking how he got through the past the guards, to which Varys replied, The Red Keep has ways only no, known to ghosts and spiders. So. I like that. He's got little secret, secret uh, I like that because passages. remember before when, I believe it was Littlefinger, no, Catelyn called him the spider. Mm-hmm. Catelyn called Varys the spider? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, Littlefinger goes, I wouldn't call him that. Like, he doesn't, I I bet he he, he doesn't like that name. And now he's actually just. He just called himself that. He just called himself a spider. Because he knows that that's his nickname because he knows everything. That's hilarious. So he's like. So that's kind of a little callback to the Catelyn. Yeah. A little bit like, well, because I am a spider. Yeah. That's funny. I'll take the term. That's a very good catch. So, obviously, Varys is here to give some. Drops, spill some tea. How about drop that? some truth drop bombs? Some truth bombs. Um, so he literally just kind of opens with um, the king is a fool um, and says that they had hoped to kill the king in t- the melee today. Mm-hmm. Remember how Robert had wanted to fight until Ned talked him out of it. So obviously, some people were getting ideas from hearing that he was going to be in the melee. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ned was speechless at this and is like, who? Who, who would have wanted to kill Robert? Um, and Varys just replies that if he had told him, then he would be a bigger fool than, and be on the wrong side. Mm-hmm. So he can't... But it's pretty he's, obvious he's, who it is. Yeah, I mean, he's mm-hmm. trying to give Ned this information, but doesn't, like, want... I don't know. He's definitely showing the right... The interest mm-hmm. is in the right place. He feels like he knows who has the best interest for the realm. But I feel like right now he's obviously sworn to somebody else and mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. just can't give that information up. Um, right. So Ned refused to believe it was the queen since she forbade him from fighting, which is true. Him and Cersei got into a fight because she was like, why would you fight? Yeah, and Ned kind of puts it together and he's like, he's not telling him, but he's like, okay, so it was the queen. You're saying it's the queen yeah. then? Yeah. yeah. Um, and Varys says, yeah, in front of everyone, what do you think Robert's response was going to be? Yeah, if you if you told Robert, yeah, 
I forbid you to fight in the melee, his immediate response is going to be, well, I'm going to fight the melee. Well, I'm going to fight even yeah. harder. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you can't tell the king. You're basically told the king what to do. Right. And he's going to say, uh, heck no, woman. King, king's going to do the opposite of I'll what I'll do what I want to do. Yeah. I'm Bobby B. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Bobby B. So Ned is actually feeling sick by this. Um... And he's like, well, who would have even dared to strike him? Like, even, like, saying like what he said. Like, he's the king. Yeah, like, what he said to Robert. And he goes, Varys, Varys is saying, like, it would have just been a distraction, a simple accident. Think about all the people that are there fighting. All of a sudden, oops, the king got hit in the throat or something, right? Yeah. An and then an accident mm-hmm. that the queen would quickly forgive. And then good King Joffrey would pardon whoever that was. Or... Just to cut loose ends, maybe the queen would just have Ilan Payne take off his head Jesus. to cut all the loose ends. And Ned's like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I guess that point. makes sense. Um, so Ned was pretty upset by all this. Um, and he's, he goes, okay, you didn't, why didn't you stop it from happening then? I stopped it from happening, yeah. but I didn't even know it was happening. Why didn't you stop it? Right. And he goes, he's like, I command whispers, not warriors. I thought that was great. That, that was, is a good line. Yeah. And he's like, okay, so then why didn't you just tell me that? Right. True. And he's like, I'm not sure if I could have trusted you. Right. And he goes, you don't to trust tell. me? I think he didn't trust Ned not to tell Robert the truth. I think that's what it was. But he goes, he goes, I don't know if I could have trusted you. I don't trust you. Or I because didn't trust you. at this point, I think that Ned would do anything to protect Robert. Right. And he goes, another... Because he's the hand. Yeah. And another reason why I didn't tell you... Is because if you would have told Robert, mm-hmm. Robert would have definitely fought in the melee then. Mm-hmm. Because right. they would have been like a death threat against me. Psh, who's going to try to take me down? And he would have definitely fought in the melee and then would have killed him. I, and I think that Varys didn't tell him also because he knew that Robert would do the right thing. Yeah. And try and stop him. Yeah. yeah. And so he goes, well, why didn't you trust me though? Like, to maybe not tell Robert why did you trust like me I feel like Ned is very offended that Varys exactly. didn't trust him. Well, because Ned's all about honor, right? Right. So it's like, he should be able to trust Ned. Yeah. But he goes, listen, there's two types of people in the court. There are people that are there for the protection of the realm, for the best of the realm, that that's their interest. And then there's people that are there that are there for themselves. Mm-hmm. How to Numero uno, right? There for the realm or for themselves. And he goes, now I trust you because the queen fears you. Who... <sighs> The queen fears you because he knows yeah. that Robert won't have you killed. Yeah. No matter what, he won't kill you. I Honestly, right now, Ned is the biggest threat to Cersei. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ned doesn't know how much power he holds in his hands right now. And Varys is like, you're the one that you're the one that's holding all the dice, man. Right. Because Ned, he, Robert's not going to kill you. He's and not going to kill you. No matter what you say to him, he's not going to chop off your head. And he's going to listen to everything that Ned says because he's yeah. one of the only people that he can trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So he's a very, very powerful person right now. And, and I don't even think he... He doesn't even... And he doesn't even know it. it. Yeah. yeah. And so Ned starts running through this in his head, and he's like, well, he's got his brothers for backup? No, not really. Mm-hmm. You got... Renly's pretty weak. He's just kind of funny, but he doesn't really have any... He's like, kind of pull. Yeah. Stannis is nowhere to be found. And True. the Kingsguard is barely honorable, hence Jamie Lannister is part of the Kingsguard, and we know how well his... Honor goes when he king killed the Mad King, right? Yeah. He was the king's guard of the Mad King. He stabbed him in the back. So it shows that there's really not that many people that the king can trust it. Ned is the one. So Ned agrees um, that with all the people that he has, Ned's the best one to give him the information. Yeah. Um, and Ned goes, well, there's going to be more attempts, isn't there? And Varys goes, yeah, there's, there's definitely going to be more attempts now because you foiled this one. <laughs> um, 
Yikes. Soiled it. He goes, our job now is to dis is Varus goes, my job now and your job now is to find these attempts. I'll find them and you have to dismantle them until we can get enough evidence to bring it to Robert and say, look at what's been happening. Yeah. Which is now it just adds another thing on Ned's plate. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like he was just trying to find evidence. Right. Of why they wanted to kill Bran or why John Aaron is dead. Now now he's also got to protect the king. <laughs> now the king's in danger. Yeah. God. This is insane. Um, it's kind of exhausting. Yeah. So Varys turns to leave and he's like, okay, this is our job now, but I got to go. Like, this is real quick. But I'm out. But I'm, I'm leaving. Um, so he goes to leave. Um, and before he leaves, Ned goes, hold on. I need to ask you about Lord Aaron. What happened? Mm-hmm. And Varys smiles and he goes, I was thinking you were going to ask about that. It's about time that you asked me about it mm-hmm. because he was killed with tears of lease. Eh. He literally oh. knows what he was killed with. And he goes, it's a poison and it tastes like water. There's no trace left of it. And it does exactly what happened to him happened to him. So clearly someone that had been eating with him every time poisoned him. So I looked up Tears of Lease on the wiki, just to give a little bit more background, mm-hmm. if that's okay. So like you said, it's a rare and expensive poison made by the alchemists of Lease. It is clear, tasteless, odorless, and leaves no trace. Jeez. So when it is dissolved in liquids and swallowed, the poison eats away at the stomach and bowels of the victim and appears to be a disease of the organs. Like arsenic. Yeah. Huh. So giving the victim a powerful purgative, I think like... Making yeah. him throw up. If done early enough, maybe the only thing that can save their life. Wow. So if you give them like an antidote that makes you throw up yeah. early enough, it'll save your life. And do you remember hmm. what was happening? What? Maester Pycel said that he was that the other Maester was giving him things to throw up, and Maester oh. Pycel told him to stop and sent him away. <gasps> so he could have saved his life. Sneaky little. That original ma- Maester. Could have saved John Aaron's life. I'm telling you, I don't like Pycelle at so all. So it seems like Pycelle. That's just crazy. And I even think in the show, he like. But I'm grasping the straws here. So and I think if we're, if creeps. you're going to kill someone with poison, this would be the one. Yes. Because yeah. it's there's no t- no trace, but it's expensive, and it yeah. makes it look like there's a disease of the organs. Right. So anyway, so he was poisoned clearly by someone that he has been eating with for a long time. Who had he been eating with every day? A lot of people. Who? One in particular that we know right now he was eating with. He was eating with a squire every day. Oh, yeah. What happened to a squire? He died. He died. Just recently, right? Hold on, hold on. But he got rich first. That's right. So his squire didn't... And Ned starts going through this. He goes, so... His squire didn't leave King's Landing. He got money Mm -hmm. and stayed here. He didn't go with Liza. So he wasn't really loyal to them anymore. No, no, it doesn't even seem like, yeah, it doesn't even seem like you know, he was loyal to... He said, screw you, I got my money, I'm staying here. Right. Well, if he was the one that poisoned him, then yeah. Right. So then, because he poisoned him, now all of a sudden he's dead, and who killed him? None other than a bannerman for the, the Lannisters. Yep. It's like these really weird coincidences coming together right now. Yeah. And Ned's <laughs> like, okay, so uh, before you leave, why would they kill him? What was he doing that justified killing him? Right. And Varys just goes, he was asking questions. Oh, that gives me shivers. <laughs> and what is Ned doing right now? 
We will ask the questions. <laughs> That's all I go. <laughs> Don't ask questions. questions right now. But what questions are you asking? Right. Right. Speaking of asking questions, uh, let's do our discussion questions. So the first one is, if Robert actually fought in the melee, how do you think he would have done? <laughs> um... I think he thinks he would have done better than he actually would have done. Not, yes. Not, not what does he think? What do you think he would have done? Um, I, I, I think he would have done his very best, but not. He's not. Um, I don't think he would have done well at all. Yeah, he's not what he used to be. I don't know. I think Robert's got some moves. He's got some moves in there. <laughs> I would. Yeah, but you know, he. Um, Olivia, this man. He's too fat for his armor. This man. <laughs> He's too fat for his armor, but this man crushed a breastplate with his hammer. Yes, but he's too fat now. He's fat. He's strong. He's, he's not strong he's anymore. He's still yeah. strong. Yeah. God, I was strong. He then. still goes hunting all the time. He knows that he's not as strong as he used to be. That's true. He knows he's not as skilled as he used to be. But I think he would have put it all out there on the line. He probably would have worked his ass off. Yeah. Right. He probably would have lost, the, lost weight. <laughs> lost like 20 pounds just yeah, in the melee. Just in the melee. <laughs> Oh, God. So, the second question that we have is, of the questions that Ned is asking himself, so remember those questions we discussed earlier? He's piecing you know, everything together. Yeah, about who would kill Bran, blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> which, which do you think is most important of those questions that he's asking himself? Well, my, I think that the most important one is, why is John Aaron interested in a bastard? I think that... Anything to do with the bastard, I think, is extremely important. I don't know. To me... Yeah. It's going to definitely that. tie things together. Right. I agree with that. I think it'll... I think that will give us the... Mm, give us the answer as to why John was killed. Why so I mean? many things are happening. Yeah. yeah. So we know what... We know John was killed. We yeah. know how he was killed. And he was killed for asking questions, according to Varys. Yep. And he was asking questions of a bastard. So, really, yeah. that question still is in play. I think another important question, because I think that the bastard stuff is very important, but I also, knowing Ned, he's very honorable to his family. It means a lot to him. Yeah. I think all the questions surrounding Bran is also very important because he's, I, I feel like Bran is like this part piece of the puzzle that Ned doesn't know where it fits in. Mm-hmm. Like everything else, you mm-hmm. can kind of piece it together. Like, yeah, you can see how it's all related somehow, but Bran is a seven-year-old in Winterfell that has yeah. nothing to do with anything. Yeah. So why why is he part of this? Why did someone try and kill him? To be fair, you know. And I'm, I'm I think the him falling out of the window thing was obviously not planned. Right. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. Back, yeah. It's kind of upsetting me at this point that Ned and Catelyn seem to have not put it together that he was pushed. Yeah. Like right. It's been said several times. He's always been sure-footed. He's climbed in the rain, bad weather all the time, well, and yet now he fell. There is suspicious, but they're not like just saying, oh. He was pushed 100%. Like, well, they tried to kill him once, it didn't work, now they're trying to kill him again in a different way, and that didn't work either. Rob, Rob, Rob Stark is definitely specific, oh my gosh, suspicious. Yes. Because... He's like he was saying like oh like I've seen you climb a right. thousand times yes mm-hmm. and I Rob have never seen you fall like yeah. what happened and it sucks because Bran doesn't remember what happened yeah no he does remember what happened or not right now not right now no remember he it's 
He had the dream sequence. Right, but it was during while he was in a coma, so he didn't he remember it. He says something yeah. like, um... Yeah. That's not important right now. There's one... No, there's one thing that I read. I don't know. Maybe this was further ahead. Maybe I'll just... I, I thought that in the dream <laughs> sequence, the crow had told him that that's not important right now. Why right, you fell yeah. is not important. But the, the, um... And how you fell. The dream he had was in his coma, so when he woke up, he didn't remember. Yeah. That, okay, yeah, you're right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just thinking back to that. In his dream, in his coma, like his comatose state, mm-hmm. he knew. Like, he was he was starting to piece it together, but once he woke up, yeah. nothing. So but, the, you know, yeah. 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 So Anyways. the third and final question we have is, going off of Varys's words and who we know so far in the court, right, who do we think in the Red Keep is there for the good of the realm? And who do we think is pushing for themselves that we know so, as of right now? Are we talking about the small council? We're talking about the small council. Okay, yeah, I'm not everyone pull in the court, but who's part of it? Yeah, small council for Robert Baratheon. Renly. I'm gonna pull it up so that we can go through them. You know what I'm okay. saying? It'll just be easier that way. Okay. Robert Baratheon. Ned, and that's it. <laughs> Ned, that's it. Yeah. So far, it seems like Ned Varys is questionable. Okay, so first. Hand of the King, Lord Eddard Stark. Yes. Right. Who do we think? I think he's... Realm. Yeah, Realm. Realm, for sure. For he's, too, he's too honorable. <laughs> Pycelle. Ha! Himself. Now now it seems like himself. Yeah. But we don't know why. I think he used to be for the Realm, and then the Lannisters got their grubby little hands on him. I Yeah, I don't quite understand how someone that's been there for that long is not for the realm. Yeah. I don't think he's specifically for himself, though. I think he serves the Lannisters. True. Yeah. that's. I'm just throwing that but out But that's there. also, serving the Lannisters could be serving for yourself. Yeah. At the same point, because they're the richest House. people. So you're serving for yourself to get paid. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. All right, next we have Master of Coin, Lord Peter Baelish. Ha! Himself. Himself. 100%. Mm. Yeah, see, but at this point, I don't, we don't have a reason to question that yet. Fair enough. Take the show out of it. Okay. Take the show out of it. The <laughs> Peter Baelish that we know so far, Ugh. still for himself, yes, but okay, I think... Okay, so the events that we have gone through with just Peter... Wormy. With the events that we've gone through with Peter, though... I don't know if he's wormy yet. He's barely done... He's only done one thing that's weird, and that was touch Sansa's hair. Other than that... No. We don't know that he's wormy yet. Um, I'm going to say this, though. He did warn Ned... He did warn that the best thing that he's done yeah. since he's got there is not trust him. True. So maybe he is for himself. I think, I mean, I think, he, could, I think he could go either way right now if yeah. we're talking about the money. So he's split down the middle. Um, okay, next we have Master of Laws, Lord Renly Baratheon. Hmm. I think he's realm. I would say he's realm. I, wouldn't, I don't know if it's realm or if it's... He knows yet. Well, yeah, I, I don't know if it's realm or if he's just having fun. Yeah. It seems like he's, he's just, just there to laugh. having fun, and he's there because his brother's there, and if his brother wasn't there, he wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I think, I think it's more family, which isn't realm. Too, I think he's too young. Well, I think it's family. I don't think it's realm. And I'm not even thinking himself. Yeah. I'm thinking family-wise. Okay. House. Fair enough. So house. that's a little different than themselves. He's but, there for his house. Yeah. yeah. And then Varys. That was his no, last one. No, there's three more. What? So next is Master of Ships, Lord Stannis Baratheon. Oh. Now, oh. he's going to be a little difficult because we haven't seen a lot of him. Yeah. But, himself, he's not there. But off of what, <laughs> I was going to say off of what we know, he left. Yeah, yes. with and him running off and not coming back, I would say himself. Yes. But I'm going to throw this in there. It could be the realm because if he knows something, 
Mm-hmm. And he left because he knew he'd be killed because he was working with John Aaron. Maybe yeah. he found the question, the answer to the question. Yeah, but at this point, we don't know a lot about him because we haven't seen a lot of Stannis. Yeah, no. so it's really, it's hard to do. I'm just throwing it out there, but as I would agree himself at this point, if you're not going to be there. Next, we have Master of Whispers, Varys. Uh, it seems Varys. like Realm. And I would say, I would say Realm. Definitely Especially Realm. after the last um, conversation. Mm-hmm. Definitely Realm. You can tell he wants to give him the information, but he yeah. is holding back because of who he's But I think he does right that now. strategically. Like, yeah. he tells people what they need to know and nothing more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? He also seems to play um, a little bit of the, I want to say, do party line. I'm just going to use, like, politics as a thing. He kind of toes the party line when he knows what he needs to say mm-hmm. in front of who he needs to say it in front of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for instance... Just a little quote when Ned walks into the small council meeting, the first small council meeting, he goes, oh, so ho- sorry to hear about what happened on the road. We're praying for King Joffrey's recovery, or, or Prince Joffrey's recovery, but, right? Because that's towing the party line, and he knows damn well what happened. It's yeah. Varys. But he could be saying things and just planting little things just to see, like, Plant reactions or, like, exactly. get more information, he's you playing, know? Yeah, he's but playing I think the he's, role. He's, he's, yeah, he's also, yeah, that's what I mean by playing the party lines, where yes. if he said something like, oh, I'm sorry about your daughter, yeah, it would be like, Okay, well, I thought Joffrey was hurt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It just plays into that. Okay, last but not least, we have Lord Commander of the Kingsguards, Sir Barristan Selmy. Definitely Rome. I would say Rome, too, yeah, because he doesn't seem to have very... He doesn't seem... I think he's just there. Yeah, he for doesn't seem like a snake to me. But what's important... No, what was important is that he also didn't want Robert to fight in the melee. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that was hoping that what Robert said was just said in a drunken stupor, and then he was hoping that he would wake up and yeah. see the error. So, so he didn't want him to get hurt. He doesn't either. seem like he's behind whoever's trying to kill him. No, right? Definitely not. So I would say, I would say Ned should talk to him. Selmy, yeah, because clearly Selmy's not behind this, and I don't. Yeah, for and he's the seen, commander Selmy of the King's Guard. Yeah. So he could look through his king's guard and see who's the problem. Yeah. Right. Huh. Just a thought. Just don't. No. Yeah. There. I don't think. Honestly, that I think he, he's only. Ned feels alone right now. I feel like Selmy world. has has played such a small part that yeah. like we haven't paid a whole lot of attention to him. But now that we kind of bring him out more, mm-hmm. yeah, he doesn't seem to be. He seems to be a good guy. I, th- yeah. I think he should be talking to him. Yeah. And I think. I hope he does. Yeah. Me and too. if he doesn't, then it's a major loss. Alright, our Tyrion tidbit for the day is, next time I have an idea like that, punch me in the face. <laughs> I feel like I've said that yeah, so a fair that's a common amount of times. Yes. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, guys, make sure you follow us on all of our social media. On Facebook, we have a page, Game of Wine. Game of Wine is a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. We also have a Facebook group where we share funny memes, videos, anything Game of Wine's related. Uh, you can follow us on our group at Game of Wines Podcast Group. We are also on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Game of Wines One, and also on YouTube at Game of Wines Podcast. That is it for this week's episode of Game of Wines. Next episode, we will be discussing Tyrion Chapter Four, so make sure you read before next episode. Thanks for listening.